0: of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. This episode was produced by Cavi Productions. Hello, and welcome back to The Conquest of Bliss. This is a very exciting episode for me. I am here with Angie Diaz and Jona Barrueta, and they are coming to us all the way from Mexico. So if we have little sound issues, that's why. And, uh, and I'm really excited because we're going to talk about a topic that I have been dying to understand for a long time, and that is the relationship between hallucinogenics and therapy and how they can work together to create a more, you know, um,
1: holistic type of healing. So first of all, how are you two today? Hi, we're really excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you so much for having us here. We are um, so excited and so happy. Uh, I love your podcast, I heard it before, and I really am I'm so uh, excited. <laughs> I am so excited as well. And
0: we've been trying to make this happen for a little while, and you know, yes. life gets. Yes. So before we get started, can you talk a little bit about how it is that you got into this field? We were talking a little bit before, and you said that it's very taboo in Mexico. Yes. So what is it that sort of brought you here?
1: Well, actually, it was my sister. Okay. Uh, my sister is also a former addict. She, she was, She's an alcoholic. Okay. But she always um, talked to me about like LSD and how she thought it was like, it's not what they told her it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she always was like, it showed me a whole new life. It showed me love and it showed me how to see the world. And, and my mom like, yeah, it's, and <laughs> it was so beautiful. She actually talks so beautiful about like how her life changed. And um, when I was like, all my life, uh, it was a taboo. Like drugs, alcohol. I actually never tasted alcohol until I was like nineteen, eighteen. They
2: told me she was allergic. They,
1: my mom told me I was allergic to alcohol. She was
2: convinced she was allergic to alcohol, and she had gotten shots, like needle shots. So it didn't really like make sense.
1: Yeah, it was
0: crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it's and so what's the drinking age there? Is there like what's the 18. legal age? Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen.
1: Yeah. So when I turned eighteen, I started like drinking mm-hmm. and I got really hard into drinking and it was horrible. And, and I moved, I moved uh, from Mexico City to Mérida, Yucatan. That's a whole different state <laughs> okay. and Mérida, uh, there's beach and there's like, oh, it's a different life here. And mm-hmm. I moved alone. And mm-hmm. I start, I, st- I, I, I had like my, I had weed mm-hmm. and I started smoking weed and I had, I, well, I struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life. Mm-hmm. and then I had weed and I felt calm I, I couldn't sleep I could uh, stop thinking about like, what horrible my life was and I was like oh my god everything is so beautiful <laughs> Like I saw my life different and when I came to Merida uh, my sister was, was like hey we have to try acid mm-hmm. we, we have to do LSD together it's amazing you have to do it so we did it and after a trip that was life-changing, I had ego death the first trip. I, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. And my sister, the next day, put a Netflix document, uh, yeah, documentary that was about um, LSD and all, those, uh, all of that, and I, my life changed. In that moment, I'm, I'm a psychology student. And were you a psychology student before this as well? Yes. Okay, yeah. and I was, I was gonna study um, addictions as to cure them. Mm-hmm. Like a whole different, I was going to have a, a clinic where I was going to treat addiction. That was like in my plan. She wanted
2: to fight addiction, mm-hmm. but now she wants to like understand it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. different. And I started like researching and, and meeting people that LZ changed their life. Like they say like I was so depressed and then boom, LZ changed my life and I can see the the sky and feel full and values um, that it's a a frog. Okay, yeah. That's that's a, a medic um, medicine um, Medicinal. substance.
2: It's ancestral medicine.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like ancient medicine. So I started researching and I got really into it. And I had I was very lucky to have him that he already have like a lot <laughs> of um experience with this. So we started together and I started researching and I researched that it was um, therapeutic. Actually mm-hmm. Albert Hoffman when he discovered it by accident.
2: He April nineteenth, nineteen forty-three. Wait, what the He
1: started he find, he discovered it the first time on I have it here. on uh, November 16, 1938 by accident. Wow. Yes. Was wrong. Yeah he he, Wait, he, he no that that's like the first time he had it by accident, but he touched it by with his fingertips mm-hmm. and he absorbed the LSD. Oh they they've got LSD Yeah LSD in their skin Yeah, that's how oh. he discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so after that he was like oh my god this needs to be therapeutic and if you get into it it's like a lot of um well okay i started researching and i loved it and actually i got better like me personally i got better from my depression my anxiety like life was really changing and i have only taken like two times yeah I've,
0: i've taken lsd times I had to count in my head I've taken it three times all all in the last year and I've also found that now an interesting thing um that I found is here I don't know if it's the same there but here a lot of people there's there's basically two camps there's people Mm -hmm. who take LSD to party you know and to kind of have a good time and trip out and then there's people who take LSD seeking something you know whether it be spiritual or emotional or whatever um, and if someone was looking to take LSD or or any hallucinogens to like in a therapeutic way, what is some advice you would give them to make sure that they're not falling into the party camp?
1: I will actually advise them to take therapy first. Okay. Maybe to know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes there's a stigma of bad trip, right? Mm -hmm. People not wanting a bad trip, but I think bad trips are necessary. Okay. I think people, some kind of, like, some people need bath trips yeah, You because, need to get scared. Yes, yeah, because actually what uh, this kind of um, um, substances um, do is that they make you see yourself. Okay. Who you are. Who you truly are. So it's scary. It gives mm. you a new eye. Yeah. Like third
2: eye, per se, so you can mm. see things in a different way. Aspect like yeah. the other side of the
1: coin. You see it as outside. Mm-hmm. So you have like the bad trip. It's realizing you're not that perfect, that are good, or you're not the person you thought you were. Mm-hmm. So you decide what to do after that. You had a bad trip. What are you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna change or not? So that's why I really think people should go to therapy first to that see what sense. they wanna change, what they want, who they are. Yeah. What, what do they want to observe? Yes, because you have to like, for example, LSD is it's um, very famous for stop smoking. Mm-hmm. Because if you enter, like, if you start your trip saying, "I don't want to smoke. I really don't want to stop smoking anymore. I will never want to smoke. You will finish your trip without smoking ever again." Wow! If you want to, if you yeah truly yeah, if you really want, want to, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing: people don't want to realize that they really want it or they want to keep doing it. Mhm. Well, yeah, that's been for
0: me personally. <laughs> um, I've smoked cigarettes for a long time and that's yeah. been something that I have come to realize is that it's like it like it almost like hurts to admit it, <laughs> yeah. but like I clearly don't want to quit. And I I hate saying that out loud because it makes me feel like a failure, you know, That's but- not as fine. That's your choice. Well, yeah, and it's just like, um, it's it's just funny because it's like, like, I hated that realization. That sucked so mm-hmm. much <laughs> to, to realize No, you that. have
1: like, the, the
0: way, what you want to do, the choice. Yeah, the foundation is laid. Yeah, yeah. So um, besides LSD, what uh, what other hallucinogens are, are commonly used um, in therapeutic ways? Shrooms,
1: psilocybin. Psilocybin, okay. Yeah, psilocybin, it's one of the, actually... Well, yeah it's the most like famous i think okay because it's different it's different from lsd it is very yeah. Different. like the trip it's still like you see visuals and you can trip and you can go to a concert and feel amazing but shrooms can really be medicine like since the moment you take them like they feel different they well, they can. They're both amazing. They both amazing. LSD is also amazing, but the thing with they're shrooms is that it's natural. Mm-hmm. It, the, the the it grows in the in, in in any forest or a lot of things. You can go out and search for your shrooms. Mm-hmm.
2: You see,
1: so ah um, the, the. Uh, yeah. Well, there's actually um, um, a theory. I don't know how it's called in English, but in Spanish it's called el mono dopado, That's literally um um. Um, a high monkey, like a drug monkey. <laughs> that it, say, it says that um, our consciousness, the thing that makes us, like, evolution, A evolve. Oh yeah, was shrooms, because um, monkeys took them, mm-hmm. ate them, mm-hmm. and they consciousness. Wow yes that's very
0: cool exactly. I wonder why I've never heard that in in English that's cool I'll, I'll research
1: how it's called in English because I
2: uh, I mean the theory is apart from like fire making it easier for our brains to grow and all that like one day it's it is a theory but one day um, our ancestors came up about someone's uh, fecal matter poop and so, uh, a mushroom was growing out of it or mm-hmm. not even poop just it any, yeah, just, it's just it's just like you know, something you eat, um, and they ate it because they didn't have anything else to eat, and they got incredibly fucking high, and it just blew their minds and it evolved their minds, it, it opened a yeah. barrier for their minds to be able to create the consciousness that we now enjoy.
0: Yeah, well, and that absolutely makes sense because I mean, it's it's even obvious to me at least, and maybe not to everyone. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you do hallucinogenic drugs, you really have access to a very different way of thinking and yeah. a different way. Like you said, it's almost like you're stepping outside of yourself and able to observe from a more, like it's it to me, and correct me if, if I'm wrong or if you disagree, but to me, it's almost like hallucinogenics strip away the moralization, you know, like yeah. we're constantly trying to apply morals to every single thing that we do, where even where it's not appropriate. And when I take, when personally I take hallucinogenics, I'm not questioning whether or not something's moral all the time. I'm, I'm almost from a more neutral point of view looking at things.
1: Yes, you stop seeing things as black or white, mm-hmm. good or bad. It's, it's, it's a reset. It's a reset. And actually, you, you realize that it's not that, like that at all. Like, there's a lot of things between black and white hmm yeah, and there's, there's a lot of things between zero and one. And there's, that's actually a conversation we had. Oh yeah,
2: oh, we have to find those conversations.
1: Yeah, um, we actually record ourselves on ACID, nice. talking about it. <laughs> yes, because um, you realize that life is not as you think, and actually, reality, like, what is reality? Like, exactly, are you, what is... What is dog. Yeah, it's, what are you saying? What you saying is true? Mm-hmm. Actually we, we realize one day like what is a dog? Like actually what's the word why dog?
2: dog? Why As Everything you, of that sentence is
1: And you think it's crazy or other people outside of us be like you're crazy? But it's you you start thinking more like okay, yes, yeah. that's a dog, but why? Why yeah. did I call it dog? Why do we came to the like to this point where we call that dog and we call that mom? Like why? Mm-hmm
0: and, well, and that, that totally
1: makes sense like it basically zooms you out and has
0: you appreciate like yeah. like I think we a lot of us go through life day to day just it is what it is you know we we just huh. kind of like this is what we're told the way things are and so we just kind of accept it and when you're yeah. able to zoom out you go hey actually maybe I don't need like to accept everything at face value.
1: Exactly and um, that's a lot of uh, well Yeah, that's drugs, but these kind of drugs like LSD, shrooms, DMT, make you go out and actually I was reading about it the other day that the observer, yeah, yeah, the one that observes, the one that observes, it's the one that connects. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so if you have a problem or something and you go out and you observe everything, Mm-hmm. you can connect it and you can see like oh okay this is this and this is that and i can have the whole picture mm-hmm. I,
2: um, uh, you, you forgot don't worry <laughs> yeah
1: so the, observer, the, the one that observes can connect everything so um you can be an observer or, or observe to observe by meditating or um, um yeah meditating is a, like, a, 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 like a like a like um the reason why you can like uh, observe there? but these kind of drugs also help. Mm-hmm. They make you see that.
0: Well, and and I mean, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Is that um, I've heard from a lot of people and tend to agree. Is that it's like doing drugs is basically like help. These kinds of drugs, not all drugs, um, is is helpful in basically recreating a meditative type space. And yeah. it's it's been said, like I mean, especially with DMT, right? We have DMT throwing flowing through our bodies, anyways. You know, um, the people who meditate enough can basically recreate the effects of hallucinogens, and I think yeah. the, the the opposite is true as well: is that hallucinogens yes. recreate the effects of extreme meditation.
1: Yes. Um, and actually, um, do you know that DMT? We we as like uh, females that get pregnant. When you get pregnant, you you create DMT. That makes sense because we
0: we're making a person who needs DMT yes. in them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we create DMT, and the DMT is a thing that makes us create like bones. It's that the 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 spark that mm-hmm. makes everything in,
0: in like in the to create. It's basically like the flour when you're making bread.
1: Yes, exactly. It's it's amazing, and there's the thing that I, that I love is that there's the DMT everywhere. Hmm, in like every living thing, basically. Yeah, the the, um, the um, alvarius, the frog we we're talking about. hmm It's DMT. It's a kind of DMT. Yeah. That's so cool it's, and it's crazy. crazy. And it's the base for um, ayahuasca. Yeah, ayahuasca also. Um, um. Yeah, and there's this different kind of it's DMT with another thing. Mm-hmm. So they're DMT with different things, unique things. hmm And and yeah,
0: and I mean, I guess it's not always going to be hallucinogenic because we're not walking around. Well depends on who you well, to, sometimes it changes
1: the reality the thing is it changes reality so it can be maybe it can be like not full visual mm-hmm. but it's gonna make you hallucinate like um different like maybe in your mind or just closing your eyes it gives you an, a, a different perspective of reality mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and that like that makes sense to me because it's 'Cause like reality is so much perspective, right? Like yes. well, I mean it depends on who you talk to, but my the way that I think about it <laughs> is that like without without our perspective, then our reality is entirely different, right? Two people can live yeah. in the exact same situation and experience it entirely different. Yeah. So <clears throat> things that alter that perception is effectively altering altering reality. Yeah,
1: and you realize that reality is so fragile mm-hmm. that yeah, it is. It's just that's the thing with with um, with drugs with me that I realized that what I was living was not a hundred percent true. That mm-hmm. the thing that people told me weren't a hundred percent true, and I could go another way. And to me, drugs are like the 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 main thing because I grow with drugs are bad look what they do to me like look at your mom like my mom addict my sister addict I saw I grew up with my sister going to rehab all the time my mom also so I grew up knowing drugs were bad all drugs were bad weed was bad everything yeah alcohol was bad and not only that people that take it were bad
0: yes Yes, I have also. So that. I, I
1: grew up so scared of this. I grew up scared of people smoking and drinking. I avoid parties. I avoid um, everything. in Friends. I was so lonely because of it. And then the first time I took acid, I realized that what I, I'm happy. I'm actually feeling for the first time really hopeful. I can. I want to do a lot of things. And um, and I was like, wow! Did my mom lie to me? And and also it was, a, um, shrooms and LSD have have helped me forgive a lot of the things my mom did to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so um, I was gonna say like when you take acid
2: or when you take certain types of psychedelics, um, we live like every day you get indoctrinated by by society in a way, yeah. and every every single person has their own way, which they present their indoctrination. And when you take acid, that dies. Mm-hmm. You feel like an alien. You yeah. literally feel like an alien to all of that. And so it's up to you to decide wh- how, what code do you want to create for yourself and for the world
0: that you're living in. Well, and, and that's such a that's such an interesting point because like I found for me at first it was really overwhelming, realizing yeah. that it's it's almost like realizing reality. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's like reality so permeable right um it's like you know like it's you can poke holes in it you can change it you can adapt it it, once you realize that it's like where do you even fucking Or sorry I don't mean to cuss um where do you even start you know like 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 that's one of the things that I found like was like (gasps) like oh yeah do I even start and 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 it's it's cool because I think that if you keep in mind that we have that control over our perceptions and and therefore our reality yeah so much freedom
1: yes it gives you freedom it gives you power to change like i don't i i didn't want to talk about it but i love matrix Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the fact that they say that they have a choice you have every second like every second in your life is a choice Mm -hmm. what are you gonna choose? so choose so now that you know your reality is so fragile that you can change that you can you don't have to be what people told you Mm-hmm. So what you're gonna do? What are you gonna choose? Are you gonna stay the way you are, or are you gonna change? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I and I love that too because it's like, like, and I think that's a really good point. And it makes it less scary. Is that like, it's a lot like the Matrix, where you know you, you take the acid, you do it, you realize these things, and then you're given the choice to take the blue pill or the red pill. You know, you go yes. back. Like it's not, it's not like. You can't. Well, I mean, you can. You can't unrealize things, but you can always continue to live the way that you did, and and nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before before we go on, I just want to. Um. So I was thinking about. So you said take therapy first. So there's a lot of people, um, especially like a lot of my listeners are in the states, um, who don't have access to therapy. What would you recommend yeah. for people that don't have access to therapy but still wanna, want
1: Um. There's actually a lot of people that, um, think like me. Mm-hmm. And I think talking with other people that are like in the same page can help. People that already took it. Uh, also, if they're gonna take acid, like take it with someone that already like yes, did it, because it's, it can it can help you. And also, for example, I did it with my sister, and she guided me. And I was scared, and she was like, "It doesn't matter. Like, look at this. Go look at that." And being guided also helps. So if uh, if they don't have like access to therapy, um, to research online first. Mm-hmm. to uh, research to to like maybe to try to meditate mm-hmm. because being like silence and just trying to breathe it can it, you can realize a lot of things because then you think like what's the like the um the pensamiento? that what's a thought that comes like more to my mind and you can be like okay it was scared why i'm scared and you can say, like, okay. Or maybe journaling too. Yeah, journaling is amazing, something I really recommend. Journaling, like, all the time. That in acid, amazing, but all the time do it because um, you can reali- realize uh, pa- patterns? Patterns? patterns in your life, um, dates that, that can affect you. Like, everything can connect just because you're writing it. So yeah, I would recommend that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just thought. No, oh, no, no, no. Who don't It was know. amazing. Yes.
0: Um, and then the other question, I guess. Um, and and I mean, of course, like, I just I feel like you're kind of sort of an expert. So I'm just like, oh, I'll pick. <laughs> um, I'm still learning. I'm always learning. Of course. Yeah. And that's that's what makes you more of an expert is that you're not uh, you don't have so much ego that you you, you think you know everything, <laughs> Thank right? Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, as far as environment goes, like, I mean, I would recommend highly not doing it at a party
1: um not for the first time no like horrible things <laughs> isn't that like, terrifying to think about oh. <laughs> imagine if it's being conscious you know in a room full of people you don't know mm-hmm. that must be horrible
0: <laughs> yeah so is there any other things like to do with environment that you would recommend like yeah music? i will recommend
1: to plan it like to see like okay i'm gonna take it in my room But like my room is gonna be the same the whole trip. So what can I do to if I'm having like anxiety or something? well, How can I change it? So I can put like a different light, different colors. I can go to the um, bathroom and change my lights, like to have like different like realities. Yeah, like create small small um, parts of the room with different yeah with different things, and you can go changing every time you are in your trip, and it's gonna be amazing like fun different music different visuals um blankets too like comfort Bl- yes blankets also smells like oh, yeah. yeah and feelings feelings that you wanna in enjoy yeah yeah yes. like yeah
0: that's what i was thinking is like textures and stuff like i always really like fluffy blankets
1: yeah um, and, and i realize you need to know what makes you feel safe and also i something i think it's Important with every hallucinated a hallucination, yeah, hallucinogenic. thank you. <laughs> it's um to have um an anchor, an anchor. Oh yes, yeah, something, something to bring you back down. To you, yes, because you're gonna go. <laughs> you're gonna change realities. You're gonna be somewhere else. You need something that reminds you that you're still here. mm Hmm. Yes, that could be someone. That could be a photo. That could be a pet. Anything, but that you know for sure it's gonna bring you down.
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Um, and like, like one thing that uh, that I found was, yeah, just having even things like, like, like a vitamin C, like having oranges around. Yeah, was like I didn't even eat the oranges, but knowing that they were there, they were there, it yes. <laughs> was so comforting to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, to me that happened with the with a watermelon. <laughs> I saw watermelon, I was so happy with it. I, I I was I felt so connected with it. And yeah, it it, it really helped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're we're similar that way.
0: Um, it does. So uh so things have been a little bit crazy for you lately. Um, yes. And
1: actually I could I, I will want to tell you like my personal experience right now with depression and how Um, Shrooms in specific have helped me. Um, As you know, my dad died on July Mm -hmm. 12th. I'm so sorry to
0: hear that, by the way. I know I said that to
1: you before, but... uh. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, But he was amazing. Mm -hmm. He was an amazing person. He was a higher person. And he meditated. He he loved the cosmos. He loved cars again. Uh, he loved um, the sky, the stars. He said that we were um, stardust and, and seawater. Yes, so, <laughs> and to me it was like a reality, like it really hit my face so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I really wasn't expecting my dad to die um it was so sudden like it was one day he was i saw him on monday and he died on sunday yeah. it was so quickly so to me and i'm 20 and mm-hmm. I uh, my dad um was like 16 he was 17. Oh, okay okay so i knew i knew he was gonna die but not so sudden mm-hmm. um I i got to see him to speak to him he actually got to say to me like hey you changed my perspective in life than the last three months because they kicked me out of my house okay smoking weed oh. um and my dad was like you know what i now understand you actually can you give me a brownie because i think i will need it oh. yeah. yeah and he he was really like changing her, his his perspective 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 of life he was watching um Gaia, that is a, 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 yeah, like yeah, what well, Gaia is, yeah. <laughs> he was watching it and he was so into it. So he really like was, and, and I told you, he told me, thank you for changing my perspective. He told him, thank you for also changing my perspective and to give me a, a new point of life. And now I know that you're gonna be okay. That was, yeah, like a week before he died, yeah. And when he died, I got into, actually, I, I couldn't be with him when he died. I got in the exact moment he died, and I mean, my mom was taking out his, like his um, oxygen, mm-hmm. and I was—I got like in, You know what? I need. He is right now having the trip of his life, <laughs> releasing DMT. Yep. I need to get in there and tell him something. And I got his hand. I, I hold his hand, and I was like, "Dad, I love you. Be happy. Enjoy your trip. I'm gonna be okay." <laughs> And then I, I, uh, then I cried and everything. And the next month, the, it was so hard because I was living alone. I was being independent for the first time in my life. I was having to work for my rent and not having help from my mom because she didn't want to give me. Like, that's fine. Now I understand it. And we now have a, like an amazing relationship. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, it was really hard. Mm-hmm. So two months after my dad died, I told him, hey, you know what? I think I need rooms." Mm-hmm. like I, I changed my like I was a different person I cried every day I didn't want to eat like I, I yelled like I, I, I wasn't me you know I, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't me and we took shrooms 2.5 um, grams yes yeah no in the yeah and at the end of the trip I saw my dad and I saw my life through his eyes yeah yeah <laughs> and all i see was happiness and love and proud like he was proud of me and at the end i saw his eyes and i felt his heart. Oh, uh, yeah. and to me that was everything yeah that's
0: such a perfect like connection
1: yeah so after that i slowly started like to get better i i still have like bad moments, but I'm, took, I'm taking therapy and that, I, I can tell you for sure, that trip made my my, um, my grief mm-hmm. so much easier.
0: Yeah, I can't even, oh man, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> that's yeah, that's was, really beautiful. And it sounds a lot like a dream to me. Like it sounds similar to like having a dream. I've never had an experience on mushrooms like that before. So that's really interesting.
1: And it's so funny because he was right beside me. (laughs) I was in the kitchen. I was standing up. And he was right beside me. (laughs) Well, that happened. And yeah, it was amazing. And actually shrooms for me make me feel here and now. Yeah, they bring you to the present. To, to the who I am, who I truly am. That's really and, cool. Yeah. And this has
0: been, so like you're, you've, you've basically shifted your major um, in psychology to be around understanding how hallucinogenics can help people.
1: Yeah, I actually quit my, my old school because they were old <laughs> and they didn't, they, they, they were going to give me more problems that I could um, solve. And I changed my whole mentality around drugs and around people. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's very cool.
0: And I hope uh, I hope that it becomes more more and more popular. I know here in Canada, um, I want to yeah. say I, I don't remember which drug it is. And it's not a hallucinogenic, but it's um, I think it's ketamine or something. I mean, it's big right now also. Yeah. And they're, they're actually opening clinics in Canada, um, trial runs. Of yeah. therapeutic uh, ketamine-assisted therapy, which yeah, isn't necessarily the first drug that I would test,
1: but um, yeah, but, but it's weird because different kind of drugs help different problems. For for example, MDMA, mm-hmm. Molly, yeah, it's um, right now the best, one of the best things to treat PTSD. Yeah, yes, because it 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 helps the, the brain, and it it's, it's it really it's actually on twenty. 20- no, in 2021, MDMA it's gonna be legal to selling to to medicine in in USA. Wow. In the USA. Yes.
0: That's that's surprising. They haven't even legalized pot. Yeah, yeah, so
1: today, <laughs> I saw it today, and I was researching today, and actually that I I, I that it conf- if 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 the COVID thing, it's it's okay and everything. It's gonna be legal to 2021. 20, wow. In Oregon, it's legal to do shroom therapy, and actually. In in the John Hopkins Hospital, mm-hmm. they have the conscious and psychedelic research, and they do shroom therapy there also. And that's in Oregon, in John Hopkins. No, John Hopkins is in Maryland. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Um, that's really cool. I would heard that Oregon legalized all drugs, but I haven't looked into that. Yeah, Oregon
1: has has um, Oregon, it's different. Well, I haven't been there. I'm not from there. But what I have read and, and know, um, Alex Gray, that it's a painter and a psychedelic um, supporter like mm-hmm. since the six, 70s, mm-hmm. 60s, um, he has his research on and, and Oregon. Oh, well wow. then,
0: that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to see what's coming next for all of this stuff, because it's been so, like, you know, you're talking about taboo, and I feel like that's not even a strong enough word. It's been demonized. You yes. Know, for yeah. so long that people just haven't had access to things that could actually help them. And it's just,
1: it, so yeah. bad,
0: you know, I mean, especially in today's world when everybody is so consumed and caught up in literally ever. well okay i don't want, want to be like you know exaggerating but it seems like everyone's caught up in literally all the things that don't matter
1: <laughs> yes it's things that they're when they die it's not gonna matter they're not gonna uh, money and <laughs> clothes and all those things that are good for our ego that feed us that make us feel better just in the outside but don't feed us in the soul mm-hmm. it's just it's what it's 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 a new thing now. Everybody wants to do that. Everybody everybody wants to be so precious in the outside and in the inside, so like hollow and nothing in it. And Mm -hmm. that's why I also think people don't like um, LSD and shrooms because they realize how horrible their life is. Mm -hmm. And they prefer to say it's the drug, not me. Yeah, well, it's basically that
0: red or blue pill thing right there, mm-hmm. right? Is they're, they're suddenly confronted with the choice. And, uh, and a lot of people, you know, choose to continue living a life that's not super fulfilling. And I mean, that's their prerogative, right? Like they're not there yet. You know what? It's not wrong.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's not bad or good. It's their choice. But the thing is, and that's something I always said, not because to you it was bad, it means to the next person or to the other person, it's not going to be good or life-changing.
0: Well, there's a slang. I don't know if you guys have a similar slang um, or not slang, saying sorry, here in, in in English. I'm sure there's something similar. It's um, one man's junk is another man's treasure. Wow. And, and, yeah, yeah, it is. Wow, one man's duck is another man's treasure? No, one man's junk. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and it's, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory, just meaning, you know, just because it's it's no good for someone doesn't mean that it's not good for someone else.
1: Yes, exactly. And the thing is to, I, I know it's really cliche, but not to judge at mm-hmm. all. Was I like? Was I, <laughs> I? said uh, uh, something in Spanish. Um, um, like, yes, not to judge you, you, People, oh, including me. Like, I'm not. Oh, people think that just because they're in a different place. They they have the power to judge other people that are in the different place, and the thing is, we're not going to the same place. Yes. So why why would I judge the other? Because they're not going to the same place as me. It's yeah.
0: You know. Well, and and that's such a good point. Like, because when I when I think about that, I I often think similar things as far as, um, you know, maybe they're not there yet. But that's a really yeah. great point, too, is that maybe they'll never be there. Maybe they're not trying to get there. That's you know? okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, some people, like, yeah, some people are going to be – we're going to have different locations or destinations, and that's – uh It's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, like, and I think the whole judgment thing, you know, it really speaks to the moralization thing I was talking about before. Do you know what I mean when I say that? I don't know if that's a similar word. Moralization, like, um, what I said, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the
0: same. In Spanish, like, the same word, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, and and where we have a tendency to go, like, like, the cigarette thing is a really good example where it's, like, like, I, and I do it to myself, like you said, like, you know, we're all doing it. None of us are are not doing it. Where, you know, like, I I feel guilty about the cigarettes because I feel like it makes me a bad person. Of course, no, that's not a moral no. thing. But yeah. see so much is to moralize it to to make it into
1: that's a um a, um a mechanism defense mechanism defense mechanism. Yeah, be like, ugh, why am I so I'm smoking like oh.
0: Yeah, like it's, like why why can't I? You know, and and there's another one that I see a lot is um is the concept of laziness. People people use the word lazy. If you're using the word lazy, it's almost always a moral judgment. There's right? yeah, like, always almost always something behind that. It's they're they're
1: fatigued or yeah. they're depressed or they're, depressed. they're going through something. And actually, that happened to me, but I did it to myself. Mm. I was like, why am I being so lazy? Why can't I just get up and go to work? And I used to, I'm a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, I teach um, kids and I I used to call the moms and be like, Hey, I I can't go to work because I I I can't, I I really feel bad. And they were, they always like, I have the best moms in the world. And I later punished myself. Like, why am I so lazy? Why can I not get up and do things? And I used to tell him, like, I feel horrible. Why did I do this? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I told him, I used to fight with him, but I was like, why did you let me do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and then I realized, like, first of all, my dad died two months ago. I shouldn't be, I, sh- I should take my time, breathe. And then second of all, for, like, who is judging me? Yeah, exactly.
0: Is, I am the one being judged. Well yeah, and, and it's funny because we we place so often, um in this particular, you know, case, it's we're placing productivity or the idea of productivity over our health. And then of course, like, you know, like like if I am being, you know, quote unquote lazy and not doing something, not getting out of it, I've got chronic illness and stuff, right? Yeah. And then if I don't do that, all that happens is that I end up needing to take more time off and beating myself up but I've I've gained nothing. Yeah. Um, but uh we're we're getting close to the end so I am going to find the stuff for the game and I wanted you to just take a moment and talk a little bit about about your dad and the
1: Yeah, I will I I'll actually love to do that. My my dad was a chiropractor. He studied uh, in Palmer College in I in Iowa? Yes, in Iowa. Oh. Yes, in Iowa. Yeah. And he loved his job he he loved to help people he mm-hmm. also, he he told me that the mission in life the purpose in life is to help the other to help yeah so I, I I always had this idea in my mind and my dad was so kind to everybody he yeah like actually like he he knew him like for three months and I, and like he can tell you my dad was like tell him. <laughs>
2: Um, he was an amazing man. He had very kind eyes. Um, he had a kind soul.
1: Yeah, he had. He was amazing, and he taught me love. And I think that's the most important thing. He taught me that. He taught me. Sorry, he taught me that it doesn't matter what I do, as long as I do it with love.
0: That is so beautiful, and he honestly sounds like an amazing man and it sounds like he really did a good job of teaching you love and and wow.
1: showing you how to be kind. And and he yeah, he I the only thing i can say is he was amazing and i i can 100 i am sure that he his energy is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's 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 so beautiful, Angie. I'm Thank I'm so you. grateful. Um Thank you know um, so, I'm gonna. Um, I, so, normally, what we do for the game is I have people guess other slang words from other countries um, that are English speaking. Okay. But considering two things, considering that number one, English isn't your first language, and number two, that we spent the whole time talking about drugs, <laughs> I think that we should <clears throat> do where I tell you random, um, and this is from banyan treatment center.com or mm-hmm. something. Um, Slang words for drugs, and you have to guess what the what the slang word is, what drug I'm, ta- I'm talking okay. about. And then, uh, and then, yeah, after that, um, I will let you say any closing words that you want to say, and I'll say goodbye to the audience, and you stay on, and it'll be that simple. So the first one is Applejack's. What is Applejack's slang for? Yeah.
2: Applejack, Applejack. Oh, wow,
0: wow, weed? Um, no, apparently it's cocaine. I, I didn't know that. Wow, um, or or no, no, sorry, it's crack cocaine. Apparently,
1: crack. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> um, next one would be California sunshine.
1: Wait, heroin? It's LSD. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it sounds better, yeah.
0: <laughs> I um also didn't I didn't know that. I've never heard of it. Um, herb. herb. Wave. Yeah, 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 that one's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um jet. Cocaine. Cocaine? Cocaine? It's uh, apparently it's ketamine. Who knew?
1: Whoa. Well, maybe
0: tranquilizer the be?
1: Maybe because it changed. The, no, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't come up with these. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, ice. Ice. Oh, that's, um, meth. meth? Yeah, that one's math. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would have guessed too. Um, oh, that one I know you know because you said it. Um, <laughs> movie <laughs> snacks. Snacks. <laughs>
1: No, that, not
0: that weird. Weird. <laughs> apparently it means molly i've never i've never heard of that wow i
1: didn't know that i'm shook don't
0: i i don't know i don't know if this one's if this one's really even that accurate but that's okay um <laughs> yeah. and then the, the final one um we will do is e what does e stand for ecstasy yeah 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 it's ecstasy that's what we used to call it when we were kids um,
1: <laughs> so. Here in, me- in Mexico, we have a song like a rap song. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, e, it's yeah. Exorcism, yeah. Cartel de Santa, it's Cartel de Santa yeah. yeah, it's a whole culture here.
0: Oh, you should send me send me the song on on Messenger. Cool. Okay, so before we go, is there
1: any closing words? Um, I will like to say, like I would like to quote, not exactly, but try to quote Midnight Gospel. Okay. <laughs> That is, um, non-drug, non-drug, it's bad, it's just a substance that exists. And you decide, you decide whether it's good or bad, you decide what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I will recommend to try to make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. And try to make everything without hurting or, yeah, without hurting anybody. And just try to do everything with love, but pure love.
0: I, I love that so much Angie and before we go, um, I just want to make sure that it is very clear that this episode is dedicated to Angie's dad Thank and you. we very much appreciate um, here the conquest of bliss. Um, very much appreciate the hard work you put into making you such a wonderful human. Um, Thank you. And I appreciate your time so much Angie and to my audience. I love you. bye.